1: expect uh, killings red spilling and flesh ripping impressive in it the death bringing his head spinning just kidding every word in this song's about two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog
2: sure, yes sure. welcome to the wolf and our away. podcast wolf, wolf and our bar, yo. that's
1: another episode of the wolf and our hmm. podcast we're doing a wolf and our podcast yo. who wants a know wolf and our podcast man man I'm on the wolf and our podcast yes hello hey 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 roma's yeah. ringer nathan glazed in tom
2: ford <laughs> Uh, how are you? I'm alright mate. I'm mm. okay. I'm, I feel tired today boy. Yeah. 5am start from yeah, yeah little yeah, Grace yeah. was up with the larks this morning. Yeah. She's uh, she, yeah she's got that she's getting that like she likes to get the full day out. Yeah. She's like really making the most of these last winter days. Um likes to get out see what she She hates spring on. doesn't
1: she Grace.
2: Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah she she's yeah yeah, yeah. spring's not her thing really. She's sort of like winter she'd prefer to go much more into sort of from winter to summer. Yeah, the bullshit of spring is just. I mean, spring's a sort of weird old month. Well, not month, season, isn't it? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I don't mind it. It's. I don't think it's. I don't think you can patch up. It can't go toe to toe with autumn, summer or winter. It's
1: very much the sort of ugly duckling of all the I seasons. I don't think that is absolutely not true. Really? Spring's a great. Spring's a great season. Why? New birth, growth. You, births happen yeah, all year round, for a start. Yeah, but I'm talking about, you know, in animals, you start to see lambs from Oh, you, right, yeah, yeah, because yeah, infamously, you're always running around looking at little lambs. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, more times than not, they're being bred for the meat industry. So um, anyway, <laughs> actually, it's quite a tragic and sad sight for me. I don't know why I'm so excited about it. Well, um, what's going down? Uh,
2: so your surroundings have changed. Do you want to tell everyone what's going on in your life?
1: Well, actually, before we do, I will do that. But before we do that, I need to, I, I, I want to get this out of the way. I need to, I need to apologise because wow. a couple of people have emailed complaining about advice i gave to somebody on last the last episode. Whoa. Who, who, who? Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter who they are, but it's it's um it's no, it, which bit of advice. So, do you know do you know uh Phil got in touch with us and he said his daughter was like these people at the football making comments about his daughter. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh and saying things like she's only captain because she's a girl, etc. Uh, and a couple of people have got in touch to say that i they think I was a bit like a bit soft on these people that were doing it, basically. Do you know what I mean? Because, I, I, in fact, let me have a look if I can find. Uh... So what they're saying, I was right and you were wrong, kind of thing. No, like. no. If, if I'll be honest with you, they they had a go at both of us, but I was protecting you there. But now you've decided to try and throw me under the bus. I, I, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are they say? No, in saying, all what seriousness. What, what, in, in all seriousness, one of them's talking about both of us, and one of them is a bit more uh, is, is about me. Out. Basically. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so basically, the gist of it is, is that um, I sort of it, it, it is more me than you. Actually, it's it's kind of me going saying that the, the the other parents need a bit of forgiveness and understanding, and you shouldn't say anything. And normally, because obviously, we get emails like this. You know, you do get yeah. emails where people disagree with what we're doing. But the reason I'm mentioning it in this instance is because I actually think I agree with these people. I actually do think I agree with the criticism. So I, I, I wanted wow. to kind of, I wanted wow. to kind of hold my hands up and say, do you know what? I think saying nothing, which is, I think, is what I said, is probably the wrong option. Having said that, um, I don't think it, it should be an aggressive challenging of them. I think these people need kind of a bit of a talking to, like a calm talking to so i want to apologize to the two people that emailed in they know who they are uh, i got it wrong and your emails in basically made me reflect on that and so yeah thanks man uh, well you know what this is probably the quickest in any podcast ever invented
2: that someone has climbed so quickly to hum- the top of that like, humble mountain mm. and sort of like stood there and just said look i'm here i'm sorry i'm a decent guy i got it wrong this time here's my hand here's my heart i'm on a it's making you start as friends.
1: Mm. It's slightly annoying that you um, you've sort of done a better kind of apology than I did <laughs> uh, in taking the piss out of me. Uh, actually, it's actually quite. It's actually quite, me- it it's voice, actually quite but... melodic, and I enjoyed it. Um, fucking su- so. Anyway, in, in terms of my surroundings, right? I'm in a hotel at the moment. I can't go home for yeah. COVID reasons. Anyway, yeah. I'm in a nice hotel. Uh, the the it host- looks luscious. It looks it is absolutely. Nice. Is that but- like? Is
2: that um, an afternoon tea stack behind you there? Breakfast, over That's your from breakfast. shoulder. That's for breakfast. I've got
1: a bit of room service for breakfast. Well, anyway. Uh, stay in a hotel, twelve o'clock breakfast, midday breakfast. My yeah. guy. You know how it is. Just five five minutes before they do the last order. Ron gets in there. Fucking <laughs> get it down, yeah. A vegan. That's gotta be the fucking worst thing you can but get a call. No. Tony,
2: there's one more breakfast order. And it's a vegan. At that moment, Tony's life fell
1: apart. Well actually it was uh, no, it was uh, right Chocolate almond and banana pancakes. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Oh, wow. Yeah? yeah? Vegan ones, though, right? Yeah, vegan ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, they make, them out, they make them out of mushroom. They don't, you can't tell the difference. They don't, do they? No, of course they, they don't. Of course they don't. Anyway, listen. Right. So, anyway, this morning, I'm lying in bed, right, watching the jinx yeah. because I thought seven years after it's made, I think I should probably get on that. So, I was yeah, watching yeah. that in my pants in bed, right? And I basically, I've got like a, the door going out onto a patio, in the hotel, and I just I just opened it a bit, just to let a bit of fresh air in. It was a bit musty in the in the yeah, room, right? I yeah. can imagine. I can imagine. So I'm li- I'm lying in bed, right? This is fucking insane, right? I'm lying in bed. One minute I'm lying in bed on my own watching the Jinx. Ten seconds later, there's a dog and a kid in my room. What? Right? Uh, this kid. <laughs> What? This Where's kid was obviously walking the dog outside. The dog's got away from him, ran through the door, and is in my fucking hotel room. Then the kid follows... No, so, whoa, 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 I'm just... You're you're on the ground floor, right? Yeah. No. Th- three floors up. <laughs> no, no, no. It's spot- saying... <laughs> spider dog in
2: his mate. What the no, fuck are you talking just... about? No, no, no. You need a clarification when you're telling such a story.
1: Well, I've got a fucking patio. Have... What, what, what do you yeah, think? That...
2: I thought you meant you had like a balcony patio type
1: thing. Well, I would have said balcony, wouldn't I?
2: Look, mate, I just fucking, this is, I love you so much, but you're so naive. You're so naive to things. I love you with all my heart. When you go to a hotel, please, mate, in the future, and they say, do you want a
1: ground floor room? Just say no. Because this is exactly the kind of thing that will happen. No, you're right. You're right. It's a common problem, isn't it? Dogs and kids running into people's rooms. You're right. No, right. Not necessarily dogs and kids, but people coming into your room. Like, what you're
2: doing is you're, but you're basically opening up the door there, right, in some cultures, in some parts of this country, and you're on a ground floor and you open the door just to crack, that means come in. You're welcome. It's
1: Saturday morning. I'm on my own. You've just I've Yeah, listen, I'm not, I've, not left, I've not left an airplane toilet door unlocked, all right? Okay? It's not an open invitation for people to come round. I'm trying to let some fresh air in because I had a curry last night and I was a bit farty. Okay? That's what happened. The poor fucking dog. I mean, God knows what, what the kid's saying. What did the little like. boy say? So, he, so the, dog, the dog runs in, right? And it's in. Like I'm not talking about in the doorway. I'm talking about in the room. The kid comes in. I can't remember what the dog's name is. He keeps calling the dog's name. And then I, I stand up. And so I'm in my oh, underwear. Wow. Right? And this is kid and the dog in my room. And the kid just is going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why is he apologising? You're in your pants. Okay. I think he's apologising because yeah, it's your room, a, th- <laughs> a 13-year-old boy has run into a 43-year-old mad hotel room. <laughs> oh, I so wish I was there. And then he goes, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I, I, I was sort of in shock because it happened so quickly. But at the same time, I didn't want the kid to feel bad because like it's totally not his fault. It's a mad thing that's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, bo- we're both victims of yeah. this, right? The, yeah. <laughs> your dog's got out of control and it's now put us in this situation. right? So I just go to him, don't worry, mate, don't worry, don't worry. And then he's gonna, he left, right? And he went, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. And I went, all good. And then obviously I shut the door because I thought, you know, this is, that was a mistake. Did the dog went with him, yeah? No, I just said to him, listen, man, I'm sorry, but it's like a, <laughs> no, no, when you knock a football no, over. You know, when you kick a football over into your neighbour's garden, that's them, their property then. <laughs>
2: no, no, but you need to, like, I didn't know if the dog, like you, when you said he just ran you. Can he... I tell you
1: something? You're the, you're the fourth person I've told this story to. None of them had any issues with the information I delivered. No, 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 but right? Right, when you said none he of ran off. That the dog had, none of them thought that the dog had leapt up to the 10th floor balcony, <laughs> right? And none of them thought that I kept the dog as punishment to the kid for allowing it to no, come into my house when you it.
2: said, when you turned around and said, right, and the little boy sprinted off, right, yeah, like I, I thought you, like you would have said about the dog. Like you're standing there, like basically naked, right, and you're like this. I can't imagine the bedlam that's in that room. The dog's running around and all that, going crazy. Yeah. Probably going in like to your
1: pancakes and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I told, I said, to, I said, to, I said to the kid, listen, head off. I've—I happen to have got a little bit of peanut butter with my breakfast. I'm just going to see what happens here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but go on. Sorry, what happened? What happened? I'm guessing that I'm guessing that there's still another chapter to this loathsome tale. There's
1: no chapter, but it's just that I just don't want those pair. I don't want that. I'm hoping to God that kid didn't recognise me. Because oh, yeah. what I don't want him to say is I just went into Ramesh Ranganathan's room. He's in his underwear watching a fucking documentary about serial killers. Well, he
2: probably didn't know it was about yeah. serial killers. He just thought it was a, probably a horror movie or something. Yeah, I guess so. Like, was that someone else coming in? No, it's just like
1: people walking but, uh, people walking down corridors. Yeah, mate. Why don't people walking through hotel corridors keep their fucking voice down? I don't understand Well it. Well,
2: mate, I'm going to tell you something. I know the hotel you're staying in. I don't want to name it because I actually quite like going there. But it's known for having really thin walls. Also, and this is this is genuinely true, and I've heard this from three different people, they actually shoot pornos there where you are. What are you talking about? They sh- it's known for like, being a place where they shoot
1: blue movies. What, like pornography with, with humans, yeah? Well, not with, yeah, not with, yeah, yeah, with humans. Well, no, it's just like, you know, it's just like you hadn't specified, so I thought you might mean like animals or
2: bestiality videos or something. Right, 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 right <laughs> okay, 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 I'll see what you've done there. You put the shoe on the other foot, laced it up and give me a volley in the mouth. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, no, it's quite well known. It's quite God. well known for it. It's, it's just, there's that vibe to it. Mm.
1: That, yeah. The other night I went to the... They've got like a, a buffet. My favourite thing. So I went to the buffet. I don't I don't think a buffet on your own is no, doing On your own, it's, it's, sad, it's sad. It's sad. Because it you've was, got no one was, to get excited was, about stuff with. No, and also, do you know the other thing? So obviously, it's quite... It's not cheap, right? So no. what you think is, it's typical, you know... As is always the case, and it, that's, this comes from my upbringing, if you've got a buffet and it's all you can eat, you make sure you do as oh. your damnedest to get your money's worth. Yeah, like you wear a track two your like, you know You're not yeah. wearing jeans. You, you go in, yeah, you want to leave that restaurant feeling uncomfortable, like you might die. That's, yeah. that's what you've got to do, yeah. right? Yeah, you, you want a gut buster, right? Exactly, 100%, right? So I went in there. They've got like a, a pasta thing. I've got a load of pasta, and uh, it was delicious. Nice. And then they had some curry. So I thought, let me get some of that. But if you're with a mate and you go, mate, we've just done Italian. Should we go and do Indian? That's fun. That's like a fun, yeah. 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 What I did was just sat on my own, ate an Italian meal, put the plate to one side, then got up and went and got Like, just on my own. It just feels so much sadder. I mean, that's one of my
2: favourite things to do with Catherine is when a buffet is like, especially a breakfast buffet. Oh my God, that's one of my, like, Mm. especially in the place you're in, it's worth going down just for some of the pancakes and like other bits that they do down there. And they they do some really they'll probably do like a I was about to say a vegan omelette,
1: but um they won't be able to them then. Uh, so when I uh, when I was doing the when we did Just Another Immigrant in the States, yeah. It's like the first day, like the second day of writing or putting the show together. And the American exec that was on the show, he said to me, Where'd you wanna go? We're in LA, he goes, Where'd you wanna go for lunch? Um, he goes, There's this is cafe down the place, and they do these vegan eggs. And he goes, I've tried them, and he goes, you honestly, you can't tell the difference, right? Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. So I go, so he goes, look, trust me, come down here. So we go down that. I order a mushroom omelette, right? Off the chain. You can't. It's fucking mad, right? Come back to the thing. I'm like, I can't believe this product doesn't exist in the UK, right? Because it's like game changing, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I said to him, what's it? What's that? What's it like? So. What it was called was egg beaters, right? right? Egg beaters, it's called a product, right? I get back to the thing, I go, I can't believe that that is like, it's so mad how much it tastes like egg. I look it up, it's pre-beaten eggs. So <laughs> it is eggs. So i just eating a fucking omelette. What <laughs> the fuck? Did you just like, how did you even respond to that with him? Well, it was so awkward because like I didn't really, like, you know, it's like my second day working on the show. I don't really know this guy that well. And basically within... Yeah, he Four literally has destroyed all of your beliefs. <laughs> that's
2: insane. I was genuinely there, thinking, why the hell didn't you buy buy the distribution rights?"
1: Mate, one hundred percent. If if that had been if that had been legit, like an, a vegan egg product, I would have been all. Like like I can't.
2: I th- I'll, I'll go. I'll go on record now and say I think that's the one thing that vegan, like as a vegan, I don't think you'll ever have the. I don't think I'll ever be able to recreate
1: the taste of eggs. Like, I well, think- h- what w- w- what do you what do you mean by that? Because like. You you can you can get vegan cakes and they substitute right. the stuff. Oh, okay, in sorry,
2: them. sorry. Let me let me let me be clear. All right, the egg for me is the most versatile thing that we have in our... No, what? Here we go. This is, no, down. this is
1: like here we go. Fucking, this is typical. This is absolute classic. Where Tom <laughs> heralds whatever we happen to be talking about as the best thing ever. It it doesn't matter what it is. Like, no, this is exactly why the humble teaspoon is the most versatile of all the tools or whatever. <laughs> no, You right, always no. do this.
2: Sometimes I'd say that, right? And, and sometimes, But yeah. I could not say, and I could not speak earnestly about anything as as much as I'm going to talk about the egg. Because let me tell oh, you. Fucking hell. Right. Uh,
1: in response to my criticism, you've gone bigger on it.
2: Right. <laughs> okay, God, The egg, right? You go into any like, breakfast cafe or whatever, and they turn around and say, how would you like your eggs cooked? That is a real question that you've got to ponder. That's not one that you just go, oh, fried," you know scrambled, omelet, poached, right? There's so many different ways that you could have it, right?
1: All I'm saying to you, do you know what? Do you know, do you know what this tells me? Is you're the sort of prick that waits until you're asked to decide how you're going to have your eggs? And of course so you do. You're, you're adding no, no. Otherwise you're, you're cheating. Arsehole. Otherwise you're cheating. You're not che- you're not cheating Tom it's not a timed quiz let okay? me just right, this is this is because you're not
2: used to ordering from a menu with loads of different fucking alternatives you're used to literally getting somewhere and it's being like four different things and then you go oh shit oh thank god they've got vegan stuff
1: right and i salute you for that because i do think that's an incredible thing when you let sit- sound like you're saluting me, it sounds like you're absolutely rinsing me and suggest I don't know what it's like to order from a menu. As a result, no, of
2: right, it. yeah, but what you don't know is the different levels of like, oh, I have to fry breakfast,
1: please, Squire. Right? How would you like your eggs?
2: So there's a question. How would you like your what kind of breakfast? No, I understand. Want? Beans? I
1: understand. I understand what it's like to be asked a question about how I would like something. I, I do understand that. Believe it or not. Right, right. So what I'm thinking, right? What I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying to you is, most people know how they're going to have their eggs before they're in that situation. Mate, I would say to anyone out there, right, leave it to the last minute because the worst thing you
2: could, I have, and I hate saying this, I've been in places before where I've gone, oh, yo, can I have a fried breakfast, please, with a fried egg, right? Seconds later, as the merry waiter goes about their business, I sit there and go, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't know, I wanted scrambled eggs. So I think I want scrambled eggs now, right?
1: But I jumped too soon. When someone... yeah, but, you, but at that point, at that point, you can just call the waiter back. Well, that's taking up more time. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but if that happens,
2: look. What you, right? you've got to get in your head, right, is this, right? You're you're the waiter. You come over.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hello, right. mate. Uh, hello there. Uh, what can I get you? Ah, let me just look at the menu. Um, and I'm going to give you my internal monologue. This guy's a. <laughs> c-. what, what? Why? <laughs> Right, oh, sorry, God, God, God. Oh, hello. Um, sorry, I've not really had a chance to look at the menu properly. Um, I'm. Oh, well, what, why did? How come you? What made you call me over then? Is this so I can get oh, you now? Well,
2: and you me and my friends who are actually visiting from Denmark are starving, uh, and I've been telling them about your wonderful breakfasts. So I will go with uh, the
1: full English breakfast, please. Okay, great. Uh, full English breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, e- w- how would you like your eggs? Ah,
2: that's a good question.
1: Mm, that's a good question that you couldn't have possibly guessed I was going to ask before I arrived eh? I think I'll have them scrambled, now you said. I've looked inside my internal brain,
2: and I think that I'm in scrambled, a scrambled kind of mood. Thank you, So, actually, I'll order scrambled eggs for me and also my companions, please. Three.
0: This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers.
2: Big breakfasts with three scrambled eggs.
1: So, so let me just get this absolutely crystal clear. You're you're happy to both take your time about making your own decision, and then also ordering for everybody else to take that away from them. No, no, but I'm in there, and I know how. Good, like the other day, I went out for,
2: uh, for food with my parents. I ordered uh, like of like courses for because I knew what was amazing in there.
1: I was literally like, oh, yeah, but yeah, but but Tom, Tom. You don't decide that in the moment. You don't like so you know before you get there they what's amazing. No, this is what I didn't order for them. This is what
2: I said. I said you need to have the cheese souffle or you will seriously regret that. Again, not
1: true. <laughs> Whoa. Like this is the thing, right? No, no because if they I... get something, look, look the point I'm trying to make is if they get if they get something else and enjoy it and have a nice they're not going to go fucking I'm going to have to chalk that up as an opportunity, Miss. Well, to I will go like fray. this. So I'll
2: go with the Cheesy Fray I'm having it. Have a little taste of that. And they'll have a little bob on their tongue.
1: And they'll go, oh, this yeah. is delicious. And I'll go, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Well, not sorry. If you really want one, order one. You're yeah. acting like you get one shot at ordering stuff. I don't understand what you're... <laughs> No, like, you, order you're like, you've allowed to order whatever you want. Yeah, you order what you want,
2: but then like, if they taste my souffle and go, oh, yeah, sure, I might get one of those as well, then I've got to wait another 20 minutes for my main course to come out. And the chef's going, what's well, going well, on? Sorry, you're, someone's wait, got then, two starters, for
1: Christ's sake. Yeah, but then you're the prick for giving them, you, because you have being Billy Big Bollocks and trying to show how good your meal is, now you've got yourself in a fucking situation, haven't you? No, that's All what, of this is your fault. Right two things don't you, talk about two, the cheese souffle
2: if i go right, if i go to a what? restaurant with you i'm going to tell you i will give you my oath right if we go to a restaurant and you turn around to me and you ter- say um oh i don't know uh oh i've done it with you before the jackfruit burger is incredible the chips are amazing yeah. right and then there was those little chili things that we got right you were raving yeah. about them i went exactly for what you ordered i copied it to the tea, and by god i wasn't disappointed right because you knew it, you'd been there before. You'd sampled all the rides rides and awares. Yeah, but we, yeah, yeah. But you, were... but you could have ordered something else and still had a nice meal. It would have been. Yeah, no. But why? When the expert's there, I'm not going to literally. Well, okay. Like, I'm going looking for lost treasure, and there's a pirate standing there and said, "Oh, I know where the lost treasure is. I saw it last week." Right. And there's
1: another bloke going, whew, I don't even believe in treasure. Who do you think I'm following?" Who's asking directions to the treasure from a pirate? <laughs> Because pirates are the people who always had the treasure. Well, they notoriously trustworthy. Yeah, yeah they they often like they often like to tell strangers where their treasure is. <laughs> no, no, I'm like basically, I don't know. I'm a sort oh you. What are you? What are you in this scenario? Tell me. I guess I'm just like a guy who's just helping
2: out with stuff. And like, <laughs> what do you mean helping out? He's a pirate. I've walked over and I'm like, oh look, I fancy life on the high seas. I might actually fancy being a pirate myself. Uh, you have to prove to me you've got a treasure. So You have to prove to me you've got a treasure. Yeah, otherwise it seems like a vacation. I don't know if I'm going to invest my set of time in. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. All right.
1: All right. What's happened here is we've made a mistake going down this, this past But listen, all of these arguments that you've made still do not actually make the point that, you, that, that we're, try, we're arguing about in the first place, which is when you came with me and I had, we had the jackfruit burger yeah. and the fries and the little chilies and all that – did you see the way to come over and go? What would you like? And oh, well, that is an interesting <laughs> conundrum. Let me, let me ponder upon what the different options might have to offer. Okay. I just ordered that, and you copied me, right? Yeah. But also, yeah. I remember. Him how...
2: ta- I remember he. Put, I think he turned around and said, "Do you want any uh, gherkins with that? Any pickles?"
1: And you went, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I actually." Yeah, that's a that's a great way of making something up to just sort of help prove your point. <laughs> Why? How did you think you were going to get away with that? You're talking to the person that's actually fucking there. <laughs> <sighs> what this tells oh, me is
2: we God. seriously need to go out for food together somewhere, where there's different options yeah, and see how we handle it.
1: I'll tell you, you when we can go for food together. You'll hit me up. After the Wolf and Our Live shows, am I right? Food and Hackney sounds good to me, baby. Mm-hmm. Hack the Empire tickets go on sale in two days. Yeah, two days. We're well, not, not literally in two days. Oh, no, 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 no. T- on the- is, it on, is it on the second they go? Pre sale on the okay, second. Friday the third. Uh, I'll maybe. Pre sale on the second if you start up to the mailing list. Yeah, you? so that'll be today. That'll Get be to today. Which list. is uk slash Get yourself along.
2: It will be absolute bedlam. Um, there'll be high fives and uh, probably some sort of sing along, I'd imagine.
1: um tom we've got to choose for bald people by the way oh yeah so do you
2: know what actually here here's what we could do right what about this if we get our top 10 contenders right and we put their faces up on the big screen at hackney empire
1: no 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 what? no, absolutely not what? absolutely not why What? and then putting them up like a, some sort of like bald auction no but then people vote for who their favorite one is no
2: well they do me. little videos and it's like hi i'm Stephen. <laughs> i'm from colchester I've been
1: bored for four years. So these guys that you... Um, that you Because basically last week, or whenever you first announced this thing about Newman, you were saying, like, the bald, the bald man is one of the most desperate and sad and tragic examples of human life you can possibly imagine. I mean, so with all of that sympathy and empathising you did, and the whole, based on the whole fact that the reason you set this up is to give him a bit of dignity, what you're now going to do is give him a, another layer of rejection as they get paraded in front of an audience at the Hackney Empire... And then we just knock them. out. fuck it. We're not choosing this geezer, are we? Are we? Are we, guys? Okay. This is, no. what, this is
2: what we could do no. then. Right. We choose the four. There's going to be some broken arts out there, but we'll choose them, right? And then we can announce the four at Hackney Empire. And we'll. Do- okay. Fine. Yeah. We'll do it like um, yeah. the Hunger Games kind of vibe. All right.
1: I'm well, probably not going to do this, but so I, I feel like I can commit to it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I, I'm
2: yeah, actually yeah. genuinely. This is pretty incredible to think that we are at the forefront of sort of science now. How's, how do you work that on it? Well, no, like this could this could gen, if it works, not only will I have to clean your feet for a month, but also I will have to eat my words as well, right? I'll have mm. to turn around and say, "Wow, I was wrong." And there's hope out how there. How does that put you? How does that put you at the forefront of science? Because people will know then, won't they, if it works or not? At the moment, it's just mm. a lottery, mate, and that is what a lot of medical stuff is.
1: And like, well, imagine you I, I imagine Newman will say. Uh, that that maybe some of the science credit should go to them. Oh look look look, uh, for, look. for developing the product. But no, you're right. I you're actually right. should After say this. It I on should four say this as well. Look, I should say this because have they been in touch
2: with you since? Again? No 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 no. We, we, I'll reach out and I'll speak to them. Right, but I will say this. So it's
1: like you could be in trouble for this, couldn't you? I mean, you have libelled
2: them. No, but they have sat at the table of you know If this gamble is massive, it's a you know It's me and you going head to head with them. Essentially, it's like who's going to pull
1: twenty-one. Right? I don't. I listen. I've got no. I don't know if this stuff works. I've got I, this. Is not my battle. Well, yeah. I'm merely have... Like you're sort of, you know, you're in in it with me. You're my partner, right? My partner in crime. You are not run off no, and sprint is, through the street saying, no, "I don't running, want to part of off. this." I'm not running off. What I'm saying is, <laughs> like, what I think is, if I be honest with you, I think your ass has gone a little bit, and so. Because you were very, very definitive about it. I'm still you definitive. About. I'm still definitive. But what okay. I will say is, like, a bit like probably um,
2: in Rocky when Mr. T called out Rocky, when he was shouting his mouth yeah. off, it, when Rocky wasn't getting involved in the fight, he was sort of like, oh, you know, running around to giving it. And then all of a sudden, Rocky wanted a piece of it. And then he was like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, Club of Lang had to stand. Yeah, so I'm probably Club Lang mm. and, you know, the Newman of Rocky. Yeah, okay.
1: So, well, let's see what happens, guys. Uh yeah, and so you're
2: yeah, probably like Mickey the coach. But you know, work it like if he as if he worked for the other side. Okay.
1: All right. Um so what what you been up
2: to, man? Just working, brother. Working, doing uh just nearly wrapped on the film that I'm doing. Are you um, not
1: to, I, I'm, have we talked about what
2: the yeah, film is? I you so I'm doing that. So yeah, I can get okay. rid of this moustache, which is mm. yeah. I I weirdly Catherine the moustache didn't really work for Catherine and also my daughter sort of. I think, I think my daughter's starting to look at me like, oh, my God. She recognises me more now. Like, she's laughing a lot at my face, which is a good thing, but I'm not too sure if yeah. when the moustache musta- goes, it'll be. We I, Also, we had a nice one too because we were in and met the other couples from the NCT group, like a reunion type thing, which was kind of cool. Oh, that's nice. Very yeah, do nice. you know what? Actually, what I've been doing is a lot of wholesome living. What do you mean? Just just being quite wholesome, quite a lot of family time, quite a lot of chill time. Mm. Oh, I had a nice. gig on Monday, sent you the recording of it. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you did fun. a little Tom's back on, the, uh, back on the horse. Back on the horse, which was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that, being in a live arena. Um, yeah, man. You know what? I I sit very tired, but maybe, yeah, maybe it's like, you know, I feel a little bit like I've been in a Hovis advert, <sighs> like, and like, yeah, you know, I've just, what? No, nothing going on. What, what? what? <laughs> Oh, no, I know I'm sitting by the fire with a big cheese sandwich and you know, my stocks like socks up to my knees and a little pair of wooden shorts and you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sprinted up the hill. Um yeah, that's how I feel yeah. or like on the sort of yeah, the kid in the weather's original advert. Yeah, just sitting on sort of a family friend's knee as he just Dixon, yeah, gives me words of It's just like life. I thought it was his granddad. It's not just a family friend he's <laughs> new. <knows, isn't it? laughs> no, 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 I think it's his granddad. I can't remember. Um, yeah, man, feel good. Yeah, I, actually, I feel really like good. I've milked the udder of life, and uh, now the nourishment let me reign it free
1: from Aliceness Okay, um, I went to um, I went to watch Arsenal the other night. Yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, look, um, another party. It wasn't a party. You had a couple of drinks after this. I, 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 I was. I saying. Like I saying to you on the phone. Like it's so weird how excited you get about something that has no direct effect on your life, isn't it? Yeah, you but yeah, I mean? but it doesn't. Like it's a
2: weird thing, isn't it? Because for for a long time, if West Ham just won, or even sometimes got a draw. I felt so elated that I'd always just mm. go out after them. But Arsenal, for a long, long time, you're used to those leagues. You're used to like winning big things. So winning, like, yeah, but it's got no. It doesn't
1: make your life any better, does it? No. Um, so, but anyway, what happened? What happened was when I was at the game. Yeah, I was coming out of the game, and this bloke shouted at me, "Romesh, you're not funny." All oh right? God. Okay, which is fine. Which is fine. But there's th- the reason I mention it. Well, it not really funny. It's, fine. Obviously it's when a you- fucking arsehole act to do. I'm sorry. Well, this, no, but this is what I'm going to ask you. This is what I'm going to ask you, okay? Because then I went, because normally I would have just gone, I would have gone a bit, not nervous, nervous is the wrong word. I would have been like, oh God, I'm getting abuse, right? And just walked off. But on this occasion, because I was sort of in a good mood, because Arsenal just won, I said, hey mate, how about you go fuck yourself, right? (laughs) And then, (laughs) but then, but do you know what happened then? He started laughing and he went, good one, like that. So then I thought, this guy, if I hadn't have said that to him and he hadn't have started laughing, right, I would have thought this guy's like giving me shit. But actually, he thought he was like, he thought that was him like offering up a joke. Do you know what I mean? Like he thought he was being, he was bantering in like a friend. Do you know what I mean? In a friendly way, he thought that's. Yeah. what I think. Yeah, you, think you know I've what? Misjudged right. that,
2: you? Yeah, yeah, no, no. But also, you've got to think this, right? Yeah, gone. If he is doing that, and you hadn't responded with the way you had. It's kind of going to ruin his day because he's going to go, he's just going to think you're a prick for just ignoring him and scuttling off, right? Mm. And for you, it's going to ruin your day because someone said that, saying horrible to you, and then you just feel like shit. So in that situation, that's a perfect cocktail of you responding in a way you have and that working out. Because also you could say that to someone and that person then takes offence and gets upset. Yeah. Because they're not, you know. So it's like, whilst I think it's, it's quite a nice story, like that has happened to me, and you, you, you I don't. Know. I find it really, I, don't know. I find that sort of a, a uh, that sort of banter is difficult. It's it's fine if you know someone, or it's fine if it's like, it happens all the time on Instagram. Yeah, like yeah. I'm dyslexic, I'll put something up and spell something wrong, and I'll get so much shit. And people sort of just because of the probably because this podcast, and other things, and I'm fine with that. But you're like it. It's sometimes if it's just a bit of a joke, it's fine. But when it's banter that sort of goes. The, the wrong way then you're just like and that that's the worst that's a, that's the harshest thing of, that you can have it's like because if you're in a scenario like i say say you're in a pub right that happens that guy says that you say it back to him and you're like hey how oh, fucking fuck you or whatever sort of thing yeah and then his mates are all like they goad him and then he gets more aggressive then you're in a situation he started but then it can escalate you know
1: you have just gotta be yeah that did that did that did happen to, that has happened to me as well yeah I and and I, like, I think I, it's I was walking, I was walking, past I was walking past the kebab shop. I think after after the pub's closed, and this bloke said, "Oh, mate, well, Romish, my mate says you're not funny," and I said, "Well," and then I just went, "Well, I don't think you and your mate are very funny either." So, and then he goes, "What the fuck are you being like that for?" And then got Aggie. So it can, yeah. it can go, it can go the yeah, other yeah. way. Yeah. But it's um, a bizarre situation, isn't it? Yeah, I think those those interactions I find really difficult because I like later on that night when we were having a couple of drinks, these two girls came over and, and one of them said, oh, my mum's a massive fan. Can I get a photo with you? And I, I I, just find, I was sat with like a few mates. I find, I'm still in this situation where I find it, a bit, I get a bit embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I was like, so I was like, of course you can. And like did the photo, but I was a bit sheepish. And then as they walked off, I thought to myself, they probably think I was being rude there. I, I didn't mean it like that. Do you know what I mean? You know when you're just sort of a bit, you're sitting with some mates having a drink and then somebody comes over and goes, can I have a photo? I just, I still find it a little bit, um, not embarrassing. I don't know if it's embarrassing. Yeah, I guess it is embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like, Like, not that I don't want it to happen, but like, I just get a bit shy and a bit like, I feel a bit awkward in those situations. You know what I mean? But, yeah, um, we
2: uh, yeah. I, we had it for the first, like we were we took Grace out for brunch the other day and there was a guy who was just like so overly familiar. Not in a like, nasty way, but it was so like, he just sort of made out like, I, you know, there's nothing I can do about, you know, my size or like if I walk into, even before I did this for a living, if I walked in anywhere, people's head would turn because I'm essentially a giant, right? So that's just the lot you're given. But, like he sort of had this whole his his kind of shtick was a bit like oh the big man's here hey hey big man look at him oh, bowling about and all that and I literally like had my daughter and a compete like a little uh, carrier thing and I was trying to sort of get through quite a busy calf and like he was like oh, hey hey giving it large or you just want to stop and say hello and you're like hey man how you doing you're right and he's like oh I got time for a Peter of you now and all that and you're like what this is insane like like you're with your kid and like Catherine yeah, finds yeah. it so embarrassing. I find that's the worst one for me. It's, yeah, I have I always felt quite uncomfortable anyway Like as a sort of bigger person. I used to get started on quite a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. The worst one, well, do you I remember, thought... have you ever heard of anything called Live Nation? Like a sort of dance um, festival. Yeah. yeah. I went years ago with a couple of my mates. I remember walking past these four lads from Birmingham just sort of like, I can see them screwing at me. I thought, oh no, they're just going to, they're, 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 they're giving up. So they just all four of them walked up and sort of started out, like shouldering it, knocking us about. And I'm like, you know, trying to make a joke. And then one of them just sort of took his top off. (laughs) And then just started really just pushing me with his top off. And it was just really like, you know,
1: what the fuck are you doing kind of thing? Even his mates, you could see it just went a little too far. It just was like, yeah. There's something about about blokes when they're out as a group, man. It's bad. Yeah, but festivals. Not all blokes. Not all blokes. Yeah, but those festivals where they, you know,
2: it's that thing where they can't handle just, like a dance festival is kind of usually just, there's quite a chilled atmosphere. And it's almost like people get freaked out by the fact that people are having a good time, so they, they get into almost quite an aggressive frame of mind. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It's a, um, a headshot. Right, do you, want to do, some, do you want to do some emails? Yeah, I got deep there from, from talking about eggs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apologies
1: for that. That's all right, deep. my darling, it's all right, yeah. Okay, first email is from the Golden Retriever.
2: Uh,
1: Wow, Wow, that's that's the Golden Retriever. This is a relationship one here. Okay, Um, I'm listening. Dear Wolf, Al Swan and Cat, Golden Retriever reporting in. Uh, I was hoping you could be of some help when my head should be at with all of this stuff I'm going through. So basically, I'm going to read, this is quite a long email, so I'm going to go quite quick, all right? Okay. So basically, a girl I've known and been quite close friends with for two years and have had a mutual care for each other the whole time, got into a relationship about a year and a half after a year and a half being friends. We grew to love each other as we always there in each other's lives and got to the point where I truly saw that girl as my world. The memories and the way we laughed and all the things made me love her more than anything. I always showed it by surprising her, by visiting her with favourite snacks or surprising her with a teddy. And this girl loved me as well. She made a portrait of us for Christmas and made me feel loved by more than anyone else ever had. A few weeks ago, she split up with me. She said she felt these things weren't the same anymore and I can only assume she lost these feelings over time. That hurts, but that's life. I was going to accept that, but recently I found out that very quickly after splitting up with me, she went on to Tinder and started talking to other boys. And the worst of it all, I found out from a mutual friend, she started talking to a boy who she used to talk to back when me and her had feelings for each other and this boy caused an extreme amount of anxiety and stress for me as I loved this girl before I went with her. And then me and this girl got together. We all talked about how she knew she made the right decision. But now I found out only a week after or so we split up, she's talking to this boy again already, and it makes me feel like everything I had with this girl, uh, two years of making moments and memories, which has been shit on and thrown away by so quickly falling back to a boy she knew. It's caused me a big amount of stress and worry of losing her, and I just don't know how to feel about this. I feel as if I've been backstabbed by someone I thought loved me and truly cared about me. Sorry for such a long email, but I'm quite lost in how to feel about this. P.S. We're both 19. Love your podcast. Thank you very much. Sweet, sweet souls. Much love, The Golden Retriever. Man, The Golden Retriever. Um, if I was 19, right in email into to
2: two um, idiots I didn't know who ran a podcast and hope for a little bit of glimmerous light, uh, that's probably sort of the email I'd have written in. Um, because, uh, yeah, man, that just feels like pretty much every relationship I had till I was about 26. Oh, my um, God. I know, I know, I know. Uh, let the truth of them, Matter is I haven't said that for a while, but the truth of the matter is this is that whilst all of that stuff feels really harsh right now it's all it's all growth it's all like you learning you know how to interact how to have a relationship and and right now it probably feels that all of it meant nothing and that she sort of she doesn't she doesn't care about what you've done or you know or, or any of the things that you did that's not true there'll come a time when she res, like um looks back retrospectively and she'll be like oh shit that that was that's probably at the time what she needed or whatever right and you can get hung up on the fact that this guy that you've sort of got this animosity towards and caused you problems that he you know he's coming to her you know whatever that they're basically that they've they've now got this relationship and they're they're moving forward right you can start having all of these different thoughts you can start thinking all many different things that completely out of your control and that's that's the problem we have as human beings, and and we all have it, we all do it, is we're constantly trying to navigate through life because it's a solo mission, essentially. You, you can only control what you can control as you. you. What you can't do is you can't turn around and have any sort of way of controlling her feelings or controlling how he acts or how anyone acts, right? They're gonna do what they're gonna do. You can just do the best version of yourself in, in getting through this and working out coping mechanisms and, and growing from this, Learn, learning from it, learning from any, you know, I think we we all get hung up. on. Oh, man, I, I remember going out with a girl for, for ages and, like, knowing that she was cheating on me, like, you know, and, and trying to fix it in so many different ways and trying to sort of, like, be this amazing sort of boyfriend and, and sort of, like, constantly sort of being, you know, a doormat, really. And, like, I don't ever regret that sort of time, as hard as it was and, and sort of as long as it seemed to go on for... Because I did a lot of growing afterwards and I sort of worked on myself and I think that's the thing you got to do from now um because it's going to suck and it's going to really hurt and it's going to be hard because you've had such an incredible relationship and it does sound like you know you had a really really sweet thing but that will come again because you're a sweet decent fellow and and you know the next person that comes into your life and that could be as you pull out your earphones after listening to this podcast or it could be in three to ten years or whatever you know that, that moment will come along for you and you've just got to keep your heart and your mind open. Because, you know, there's was a long time in my life I didn't think I'd ever find anyone like Catherine. And, you know, when she came into my life, you're like, wow, that's that's what you've been waiting for. And and all the things, the heartache and all the kicks in the teeth, it was all worth it because I'd done all the growing that I needed to do to be the person she needed. So there we go, my brother. Do you?
1: Really, really, really <laughs> wonderful advice. Uh, well done, Tomo. Um listen uh golden retriever uh what I would say to you, man is like the, the the particular bit that that um I would latch onto for what tom from what Tom said is is one that your moment will come, but two you ca- if you try and allow your happiness to be determined by how how other people behave you 're onto hiding to nothing and this girl she 's behaving in a way that you find upsetting, this guy's behaving in a way that you find upsetting you you're totally within your rights to let them know that you find that upsetting but you can't change how they're behaving if they choose to continue behaving like that you need to find a way for that not to upset you as difficult as that might be um the truth is you are 19 you've got time man and and this you'll learn from this you get stronger from this it feels difficult I, i can imagine it feels really really difficult but you've got to try and use it to make yourself stronger do you know what i mean and it's uh, I've been through horrible breakups in the past, and you know, one in particular. I was sort of desperate for them to get back with me, and when you're in that kind of, when you're under that kind of pressure, or you feel like that, it's very easy to 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 make a fool of yourself, or uh, to compromise your compromise yourself in order to, to to try and get this person back because you feel desperate in the situation. Just try not to allow that to happen to yourself, man. You are going to find somebody, and they're going to be great uh so um look that this will mean nothing to you at the moment but in time as tom said uh hopefully uh you'll realize what we're saying is right so good luck with it golden retriever best of luck to you okay this is another sort of this is another kind of relationship one but 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 not a relationship one it's sort of in the same area anyway uh this is from uh well it's given the name but i'm not going to give the name okay uh dear mentors uh, a bit of a weird one but interested to hear opinions there's a girl at my gym that i see most days i want to ask for a number or ask her out but i'm aware that approaching someone on their own in a gym setting might be deemed a little creepy i'm holding off doing it because i'm not wanting to create an uncomfortable situation am i deep in it too much or is there a right way of going about it we've exchanged a smile here and there but that is all in nearly a year any pearls welcome
2: Mm, top. my gee my girl we don't know your name and you haven't even given yourself an animal so it's pretty hard to converse with you in that way but let me tell you this don't ever 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 just walk up and ask a girl out out of nowhere with never having any kind of conversation with her and don't just walk over and give your number in some kind of like fucking hope that this is American Pie and things will turn out just about fine um, have a conversation with her get to know her speak to you you both go to the gym so straight away you've got you know a, a way of of you know being if you you know be a decent young man um start a conversation in the most decent way possible without her feeling that she's being sort of pushed into some weird fucking masculine corner you know show the best sides of you as a person to sort of actually sort of build some sort of relationship it never ever i don't i've never in my life heard of a situation where someone's walked up to someone cold and just said hey do you want to go out or um hey here's my number and the person (laughs) has just gone yeah yeah cool Yeah, yeah yeah oh wow i never thought that was gonna happen to me you have to start i think some sort of conversation and and make it as open and as make it you know as least, cre- less creepy as you can, because look, it's, it's, if you're
1: attracted do, to someone, do, and I, there's can, a... go on, hit me. Can I? Is, is, I mean, is there a world? Because uh, I don't know the answer to this. As I was reading, it, I thought this is quite tricky. But is there a world in which it's not even all right to do that? I mean, like, I'm just asking a question. I don't know. I don't like you yeah, know. Like, yeah, go in this is, style this of conversation is, with someone, it's it's a tricky yeah, one, isn't is it? Trouble, if,
2: this is a trouble thing, right? Because in the world we like in the in the modern world that we live in, right? You're talking about a world where. Um, I think I still can't even the statistics. I've been making it up, and this is I can't be doing that at the moment. But so many couples and people are meeting now because of the pandemic and because of, of Tinder and social media. So many people are meeting in a in a less organic way. You're talking generations of people that met, and I don't, it wasn't people just going to oh, is my. Like, that's the way I met Catherine. It wasn't me just going up and going, "Oh, here's my number." or um you know could i take you out we had a joke we were sitting in the same restaurant we ended up having a joke together like through conversation your eyes meet you start you know i th- I think if there's an attraction there and, and you know you smile literally if someone smiles at you and there's a moment and all you have to do is just start are you, are you having a good day Da-da-da, have a joke have 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 something where you actually sort of talk to someone in a nice organic way isn't thre- and it's yeah, not yeah. threatening and you're not going up and saying oh here's my number or do you want to go out for a drink because that that for a start is the worst possible way that you can start this that scenario because if you've never spoken to someone and you go out for a drink together i can't even imagine how awkward that would fucking be if you didn't even what is that that like you know or oh here's my number and then she's what then she's going to go oh yeah cool yeah i'll just text or call you yeah i'll I'll work around you (laughs) Right. yeah you can meet me your number now i've got to, i've got to, you know i've got to do the fucking legwork or oh can i have your number and then all of these things like you don't even know what she's like as a person so what i'm saying is it's like in the less least creepy way you possibly can if you know and i think it's amicable that you're trying to go about something in in what seems now quite a dated way just have a joke and and just sort of if there's a moment yeah. where you can start a conversation that feel and it's organic and it's real and it doesn't feel like it's a tool you you putting on a whole big scene. Just be yourself and be
1: relaxed and try and ha- try and break the ice a bit. But I think that's yeah, yeah, that would be my advice anyway, man. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, listen, I'd love to hear from people if they if they've got a take on this because like. I, I think you're right, Tom. It's like, it's like you know, you might strike up, strike up a conversation or whatever. But the the thing that you've got to do is this is part of the thing I, I think is part of the problem with rom-coms, some rom-coms, is that they encourage persistence. Do you know what I mean? If somebody says no, you go back and you try again or you're trying a different way to approach them and all that shit, right? I think what you've got to do is you've got to be super open to the signals that you might get yeah, in that yeah. situation. Do you know what I mean? Because if you, if you the thing is, it's possible it's possible that girl's smiling at you and thinking, oh, it'd be nice to have a chat with that guy. But it's also possible that that girl just thinks, oh, he smiled at me, I'm just going to smile back because otherwise it would be a bit awkward, but I really just want to get on with my workout. Th- those Both those things are equally yeah. as likely, right? Yeah. So it's that thing of like going, you will know straight away. And, and as soon as that person gives you an indication they don't want to chat, that is the end of your interactions with that person. I, yeah. I really think that, do you know what I mean? It's like people are trying to get on with their day. Do you know what I mean? And and it's just, um, listen, I'm not trying to go against this geezer at all because obviously we don't. But like, you know, if, if this was a girl, this happens to a lot. <laughs> like I imagine that it gets a bit, that could get a bit fucking tiresome, yeah. can't it? Do you know what I mean? But also, it's, um, it's it's that weird thing, isn't
2: it? Because she could be somewhere right into another podcast going, oh, I quite like this guy. And, and you, you don't know. But what my point is, is that, like, you don't know even know if you click That's what I'm saying. It's sort of like the idea that you could just look at someone and go, all right, yeah, obviously it's a massive part of any of our lives, a massive part of any of our relationships. And, you know, to fancy someone, to look at someone and go, I find that person attractive. But bigger than that is how much you vibe and how much you get on with someone. If your go-to thing is like, right, well, I'm going to go meet someone in it," But that's why I think so many people, it's the awkwardness. And sometimes people don't vibe because I think people put on a whole fucking persona when they when they go to meet someone or someone they're not actually yeah, that's a male and female thing and that that's something that works across I think both yeah both scenarios. But what I think if you if you're both in the same place, you've had some kind of interaction to actually have a joke and to sort of have a bit of a you know, even even progress slowly. Don't fucking chase it and just move from a smile to saying hello and how are you and do you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like something small rather than yeah, I'm not saying you've got to go up and fucking do like recite fucking poetry. I'm saying that make these little small movements towards chatting to someone that you think you might vibe with. And if it's not vibing and she doesn't seem interested, leave it, man.
1: Just go to mm. another gym. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, well. Listen, good luck with it, man. Um, and also, just, let
2: me just say, by the way, also, yeah. just <laughs> to like not to go back on everything I've just said, but the gym, by the way, is
1: a very like private place that I think oh, no. too many people oh, no, interact anyway like so. Yeah, and- I, I, don't, I don't I don't really like I mean, I don't really like being approached even by people I know at the gym. No, 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 no. no.
2: But it, if he's smiles, the- if there's been an
1: exchange of smile a hello. If or there has you- been an exchange then yeah. 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 But look, man, just yeah, don't
2: over don't overplay it and just be yourself and good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good luck.
1: Okay. Should we do one more? Let's hit it up, baby. Okay. Uh this is from the II I what the ii aye dash aye i've never even heard of that uh it says dear wolf al swan and cat first of all i'd like to say me and my close group of friends are all huge fans i was a relative late coming but i've just caught up with the backlog of all the past episodes your sweet sweet voice has put a big goofy smile on my face thank you (laughs) very much um al that said i've got a tricky situation for you that i hope you can sprinkle some wise advice spice on nice a few of our friends in the wider group have one by one began quitting their jobs to join for what is all accounts and purposes, a crypto pyramid scam. Without going into, without going into detail, the company has a shady history, and it's sad to see our friends buy into what is obviously a very unethical business and getting more and more of our mates involved. On one hand, it's very understandable why they've done this. They've gone from lower salaries to raking in amounts I could only dream of. But on the other hand, it's quite obviously dodgy and potentially dangerous. It's hard to talk to them directly about it as it's become quite cult-like and they won't hear a bad word about it have either of you had to talk to a mate about not get about not getting involved in or getting out of something dodgy and if so how did you approach it and did it work thank you both so much and keep doing you the ii um, um
2: yeah i i, I, I sort of I remember when i was younger everyone used to everyone, everyone lo, loads of people i knew when i worked for a double grazing firm that had a sort of similar thing of like going and doorstepping people and selling double grazing and a mate of mine uh he did really really well out of it he was incredible but he was like super confident very sort of handsome very sort of suave you know uh and he sold a shit ton of double glazing and then he got a lot of similar to this situation got a lot of my friends to quit their jobs and go and try and sell and half of them that they, they it's a thing that you have to have so much confidence to do right to, to knock on someone's door and sell something you have to be yeah. so fucking you know and a lot of them didn't have it so a lot of them ended up just fucking, you know, you all, everything you do is on commission. A lot of them ended up just, you know, having to basically go back and try and get a job somewhere else. My thing with something like this, though, is that when it comes to sort of people making a lot of money and something in this sort of scenario, I think it's really, really, really difficult to ever try and, you know, even in later life and, and you know, in, in dealing with people with, you know, alcoholism and drugs, and at the moment I've got a situation where a friend of mine's you know uh passed away actually a few weeks ago, and as much as you really want to help people sometimes I think that the the truth of the matter is it's very hard to to do unless they want to be helped and you know in in the scenario I'm talking about, it was you you do your level best and you're constantly trying as hard as you might to to make sure someone sort of takes another route in life but actually it's very very hard to do if they're if they're not willing to do it themselves and, and you've kind of got a you kind of got to let them make this sort of mistake and and hope in the end that they actually sort of come back from it a little bit and and that, that at some point that it's going to end up all right because I think especially with stuff like this as well and, and you know because essentially when you are talking about money and greed it sort of goes in hand in hand with with any kind of drug or drink um because it's addictive and I think that you kind of just got to hopefully ride it out and, and then deal with what's ever after. And if if it comes good and they come back to you, then never say, I told you so. And, and just, yeah, be a good listener. But um, yeah. the truth of the yeah. matter is it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to tell people that saying that that is bad
1: for them. It's it's a difficult one. I, I, I've had, I've not had it to the extent that you've had it with that double glazing thing, but I've had mates that like, that wanted to go into something and you know, it's kind of dodgy and, or well, not dodgy, but you sort of think it's a bad decision. But the only thing you can do is sort of—it's a difficult one because you sort of tell them, and then they go, "Yeah, well, I disagree." And then you sort of think, "Well, I still feel how I feel." But at the end of the day, your your mate's going to do what they're going to do, you know. And so, I think if you if you've been clear about what you think about it, and they're still wanting to do it, then what can you do? It's their life. I mean, I think. I think there's a lot about I mean there's a lot of parallels about if you've got friends that are struggling with mental health, you've got friends that are struggling with addiction or whatever. It's good to let them know that you're there for them and check in on them and sort of keep monitoring them and, and, and keep in touch with them and stuff and and be the best support you can possibly be. If you've done what you think you can to advise your friends and they've decided to ignore you, then, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, like you 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 just gotta let them get on with it and just be there. To either pick up the pieces or to sort of if it starts getting a bit dodgy to go to them do you want a second you want know, have a second, do you want to have another think about this or whatever it 's not a black and white answer really I think you just the best way to be a good friend is to let them know you 're there for them, make your feelings clear, and then take it from there but it 's not you know it, although i 've talked about the parallels it 's not you know it 's not exactly the same as you know if somebody 's drinking too much you 're going to or somebody 's like doing drugs or whatever you, you would hopefully get to what you think where I think we need to intervene in this. We need to save this person. This isn't the same as that. You know, like th- there are debates here. They might think they're doing the right thing. You disagree. You know, it, it, it's a slightly grey area. I think you have to let them get on with it and be good friends to them and, and, and see what happens. So um, it's a tricky one, man. But um, but good luck with it. Good, good luck. It. Good luck. Now, listen, uh, Tom, I'm going to get you to do the... The, the the closing ting ting. I just want to say one more time, just in case I didn't properly express myself. Thank you to uh, let me see if I can name them uh, to both uh, Brendan and Emily for for picking me up, picking us up on the advice we gave to. Wow. Uh, to Do you the, feel to like you've grown as a?
2: It's made you. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's
1: there's a well, lot. No, I think I, I I think I've been called out. I think I've been called out on something. Uh, and, and sometimes I, my your reaction is to go, now fuck that, man. Like, that's not what I meant. But actually, when I read it, I thought, you're right. You're right. Well, I well, like, am sure so, it. So, so, so I apologise to you guys, but thank you for emailing. And I also, appreciate
2: it. Um, is the merch, merch been sent out? I'm getting a lot of emails from people about the merch. Is it getting sent
1: out? Has it been sent out or is it? Well, it's been sorted out. Tom. Obviously, my wife is dealing with a situation that she's on her own with three kids because. <laughs> I'm holed up in a hotel because of COVID. You could have but... taken it with you to the hotel and then sent it through the hotel. Yeah, I suppose it could have done. Yeah, uh, but we'll. It'll be out. It'll be. It'll be, it'll be all in the post in the next week. In the next couple um, of days. Yeah, or so. um, we'll get on it as soon as possible. We've now. It probably, told... In fact, it, it might. It might be out by the time this email comes out. By the time this email. By the sweet, time this sweet, sweet comes out. times. I'm just
2: getting a lot of quite aggressive emails, and if you are asking for um, the merchandise. Um, I can, you can rest assured that me and Ramesh haven't built everything up um, on the hope that we will be able to get some money for some merchandise, and we're both going to leave the country. There's quite a lot of people who are being very aggressive with their emails and their DMs. Yeah, man, and I'm like, look, I get it. We're, like, this is a situation we're in. We're trying to do this, but and look, we're we're looking in the future at having someone else to handle all this, and and it's not. But nothing ever gets um solved by like a really aggressive. Email Can't, we just
1: refu- Can't we just refund them,
2: though? Yeah, if you've got a problem, we're happy to refund. Yeah. But seriously... Yeah, if you want a refund, just ask like, for a refund. And an we just email at two time. in the morning with, like, <laughs> where's my fucking stuff? It's like, maybe it's just banter, I don't know. But um,
1: shout it out get it down. Yeah. If you could keep your, if you could keep your, where's my fucking stuff uh, emails to office hours, that'd be great. But in, in all honesty, I, I, I do get it. It's been like insanely long from, for some of these people. From the yeah, store. yeah, I get Yeah, yeah, no, no, but yeah. this is people who've just made the new,
2: the new merch. Um, a what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like a week. So allow it as we say.
1: Well, if those people, if you also, those people, if they, look, if you want a refund, ask for a refund, we'll refund you. you yeah, mean? yeah, just yeah it's, cool, it's, cool. it's all, yeah. Good. Um, um, all right, Tom, because uh, we don't want to upset anybody. I no, want to be no, crystal no, clear. No, 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 I don't if want upset, but also... And you if, want a refund, yeah, you,
2: you, you can't get yeah. a refund. Email in and say, look, I'm, I've waited long enough. I'm really, really sorry. I'm happy to do it. What I'm saying is don't email aggressive shit because it's like... Ain't about that life, baby. Anyhow, anywho. Yo, how do you accomplish your biggest goals? How do you get to the finish line? There was once two friends... Keith and Michaela. Keith and Michaela um, had many dreams and many aspirations. One of the biggest ones they had was to go to the moon uh, and see space together. Um, When they were finally, it was finally like space travel was opened up to the masses. Uh, Keith and Michaela were the first two people on the spaceship to go to the moon. Uh, And it took off. It was an amazing takeoff. Everyone cheered and everyone was excited. Um, and Michaela and Keith got to the moon and like the tour guide was like, okay, everyone, we've got two hours up here. It's obviously quite, a, you know, we haven't, we can't do much longer. that That's all the oxygen we've got. So just kind have a little look round and enjoy yourself. And, uh, Keith and Michaela sprinted out and started running around the moon. They were really, really excited to be there anyway the alarm on one of their intergalactic spacesuits suddenly beeps, and they're like what is going on and it's like a little message came through on like a sort of watch type thing saying you must be back at the spaceship um Keith and Michaela looked up and the spaceship was miles of many mini- like miles and miles of moon miles away right and Michaela was like oh my god it's miles away keith just falls to his knees and he's like oh my christ oh my no like we'll never get back to the spaceship it's too far away it's too far away we'll never make it that distance we'll never make it michaela um and michaela steadied herself and she looked at the ship and she looked at her best friend in the whole world and thought about all the times that they've made cardboard books uh spaceships and all the times they'd sprinted around uh places like old sort of like um churchyards and stuff and pretended it was the moon. And they were on the moon now. And Michaela looked at Keith and said, Keith, can you make one footstep forward? And Keith said, yeah, I can. And she said, well, brother, keep on doing that. And before you know it, we'll be back on the spaceship having tea. And that's the thing about life. Sometimes you can look at the goal and think, sure, shucks, that's really really close. And, you know, it doesn't seem like a big goal at all. But sometimes the goal seems a million miles away and it feels like you'll never actually achieve it. All you've got to do then is just take one step at a time and you will be amazing like Keith
1: and Michaela were. They did make it back to the spaceship, by the way, just in case anyone... Yeah, fine. okay. Because no, yeah, they took one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was beautiful, Tom. Yeah, thank yeah, you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. Guys, thank you for listening to the Wolf and Owl podcast once again. Uh, what, what, what do you think, just before we go, I know I don't want to extend this, this end too much, yeah. but there's a big contrast between... How light-hearted the first half was, and then when we got to the emails. It went. it was a, bit, it was a big gear change. We chain, we gear change ourselves because it, we
2: it we got kind of like. Oh, are, we you like know the,
1: are we like the one? Are we like the one show? of the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're like uh, Alex Jones, and I'm like Jermaine Jenness. Like, <laughs> I've also on, you I, can
1: carry on with that. We could... No, no, no.
2: I'm just looking at the time, and I, I've realised that I've been up for like 14 hours.
1: So, oh my God. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. You can
2: just. Sleep, my, I actually think I've got sleep deprivation pretty badly at the moment. How do you even get sleep back? It's just never coming back now, is it? I'm just. Got you don't.
1: To... This is your life now. Congratulations.
2: a well, wowza. Well, well, I should well. have told you that earlier. Yeah. Like, I'm generally thinking of yeah. having a 15 minute nap just after this. I'll just put my head on the desk and just <laughs> close my eyes for 15 minutes. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, we'll see you soon, guys. Take care. Peace. Love out. and honor. And also, take care of your kin. And your
1: brethren. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com.